All right, everybody, we're live. Uh, my name is Jordan Hawthorne. I'm joined by uh, Will Goodwin, and we're talking a little bit of Vikings Bills uh, Sunday's game of the week that for some reason uh, did not get flexed into Sunday night football. So it will be taking place along with 15 other games uh, at, at noon. So I guess we'll see. Uh, you know what's going to happen, and and throughout the course of this this little episode, you guys will get to see our opinions on everything. Uh, will I guess let's just dive headfirst into it. Um, you know what what what's your what are you looking at in this game? Like what wh- how do you feel about it? That let's let's go that route. Lay down. Tell me about your mother. How do you feel? How are you feeling today? Yeah, everything rides on Josh Allen playing, right? The uh, Pro Bowl quarterback, um, you know, many are talking about him as the MVP front runner and has, has his team in a position where, you know, number one seed in the AFC if the season ended today. He is potentially not going to play. It's sort of a day-to-day situation, what we've heard from the Bills coaching staff. He did not practice today, Wednesday. Um, that does not mean he won't play Sunday, but right now he's he's nursing a sore elbow. Um, as far as we know, there's no ligament damage, but there's uh, I think there's still more tests and things to be done on that. So they're the bills naturally are treading lightly. They want to make sure that he's healthy. Um, it is a big game. You know, it is against a seven win team and, um, and all that, but it is also only week 10. Um, it's not against a conference opponent. So if you're the bills, I would, I would probably play this extremely cautious. And if, you know, if he's ready to go on Sunday, great, but if not, they have a very capable backup. So, I mean, that's, that's storyline. Number one is whether or not Josh Allen plays. Yeah. And I think the, in t- every so it's a 17 game season right and that's part of what makes the NFL so so great is that it does feel like every week really matters um especially for teams like Buffalo and Minnesota where you, you know you're not talking about maybe making the playoffs you're talking about like hey we want to have a bye and home field throughout the playoffs um but on the on the flip side of that the Vikings are a non-conference uh, opponent for Buffalo, which ranks very low on the tiebreakers list of things. Um, I'm not saying that they are okay chalking this one up as a, well, we started Case Keenum and lost type of situation. Um, you know, it's, but it's not in prime time, which I know that doesn't matter to like standings and stuff, but like it's a noon game. If you lose it, you know, because Case Keenum stouts, you still have a head-to-head over Kansas City. Uh, you still have um, a, a really good record. You you only have three losses, um, and you and you still get to play. I guess I was gonna say you still get to play the the AFC East. You know, for the rest of the season, but apparently that's that's a problem for Buffalo uh, because their two losses are to Miami and and the Jets. So. That's not exactly a, you know, a, a badge that you get anymore is got to play, you know, six games against the AFC East. Um, now it's, it's actually kind of a, a pretty tough challenge. So I, I think it'll be interesting. I, I really do. I think that everyone's, you know, trying to play the mind games of is, is he going to play? Is he not? Like I said, it's not a conference game. It's this, it's that, it's not this, it's not that, whatever. Uh, I, I think if he, if he feels and the doctors feel like you're not going to 
injure yourself more and we will not put you in situations and we're going to ask you not to put yourself into situations that will make your elbow get worse. I think, I think they put him out there. I, I, I don't, I think that if they think that, Hey, he could throw a ball, he could throw one up deep to Stefan Diggs, And there's a chance the elbow just, you know, off the bone, complete, complete, complete tail. You know, you're done for the season. If they think that's a possibility, he's, he's going to miss time. And I, the question I want to pose to you before we get into you know, other people other than Josh Allen. Do you want Josh Allen on Sunday? Do we have the signs out that we want Bama, but it's like we we want Buffalo at 100%. Like, are we, are we that program uh, in the NFL? I definitely want to see Josh Allen. Um, and that's not probably the tune that I would have sung in years past because I think in years past, I'd be like, hey, any advantage, you'll take it, you run with it. I mean, heck, even – even week six against Miami, actually, I take that back. I wanted to at a play, but um, in years past, I definitely would have been, hey, we'll take the backup. I don't care if it's an ugly win. We'll take a win. But I think where the Vikings are at at this point is, I and I, I said something like this the other day that I want to see what they can do against the NFL's best. You know, they've they've played what some would consider a weaker slate of quarterbacks and even the second half of the season is a weaker slate of quarterbacks and so there's not many chances to sort of see what you're made of against these elite um or at least top top tier quarterbacks and i want to see what they're what they're made of against josh allen um i mean it there's really nothing to lose when you go into a game like that where (coughs) you're going to be picked to lose you're going to go against you know a, a juggernaut in their place it's, it's a situation where you just get to learn a lot about the team. And I mean, being seven and one, not that you can just, you know, take losses and not care, but I, I, I just much rather see what they can do against him than against Case Keenum. And there's, that's no, no slight to Case Keenum. I mean, even if he plays Sunday, there's no guarantee the Vikings win. He's a very competent backup. I mean, we should know. Right. So, <laughs> um, but yes, I'd rather see Josh Allen. How about you? Yeah. I, I also want to see Josh Allen. And, and I think I can like, I don't want to say quantify, but to me, in years past, I was like the Vikings, uh, the solid, the average team. We need help to get into the playoffs. Every advantage we can get, we're going to scrape our way in and then hope that we can just get a, a little hot streak together and then, you know, get one of those, like the Giants, how they won their Super Bowls with Eli Manning. They weren't pummeling people. They scraped their way into the playoffs and then got hot with the, you know, the quarterback started playing electric yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And then they, they go and they win the Super Bowl two times. So I, I kind of, that's been my mentality. I don't know if we're still that team because I don't think, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, other than Miami who was playing a backup, have the Vikings beaten a team that had, that is over 500, like at this point in the season, like Washington was 500 when we beat them. And, we lost to Philly. Green Bay looks to the division looks bad. Like all of the division games do not look like badges of honor uh, by any means like, Oh, by any sense. So I'm, I'm, I don't know what this team is. I don't know if I should puff my chest. I don't know if I should be saying super bowl. Oh, if I should be saying that, you know, Hey, we need some things to bounce our way, like a lot of things to bounce our way. So if Allen plays, I think it's a good measuring stick. Uh, If we get, 
you know, boat waste by 35 points, then, hey, okay, well, we need some things to go our way and we need to change some things and, and everything is not as it seems. If we win, okay, yeah, this is a real, this is a real football team. And I think if we win either way, this is a real football team. Um, and, and I think, honestly, even a close loss will convince a lot of people, like, the Vikings are a very good football team. They just, yeah. you know, they, they don't blow people out. It's just not how they're constructed. Yeah. So, um, well, and who's going to put it this way? Oh. Regard, I was just going to say, regardless of who plays quarterback, the Bills are going to be favored on Sunday. Yeah. So just think about it that way. Like, right now, the line at my spouts book, which is actually in Indiana, um, it's, it's four and a half points, which is actually surprising because it opened at seven and a half. And I don't think mm-hmm. so many bets have come in that it's dropped at three points. I think it's the, is he going to play? Is Josh Allen yeah. going to play? Here's the real question. I know, you know, Josh Allen's important, yada, yada. Who has more yards on Sunday, Stefan Diggs or Justin Jefferson? Justin Jefferson. Oh. All right, go ahead. Let's, let's explain yourself. So, Justin Jefferson is, I, I think it's, I mean, many will debate it, especially, you know, crabby, crabby Packers fans or, or Bills fans, but Justin Jefferson's the better receiver. And nothing, taking nothing away from Stefan Diggs, but Justin Jefferson has the ability to change a game. Um, sometimes it feels like Stefan Diggs is the product of Josh Allen's cannon of an arm. And that is belittling him probably too much in the sense of, you know, like, He's an outstanding player. He gets behind people um, and all that. But I think what I what I've seen now from Jefferson now for the last number of weeks is an ability to impact the game and to dominate the game. Well, 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 us fans or the people watching are feeling like he's being shut down. Like, I don't think there are many people who looked at that Washington game outside of, you know, maybe that first drive and thought, oh, man, you know, Je- Jefferson's just, you know, dominating the game. He he ended with 115 yards and a touchdown. Um, the New Orleans game, I had some people talking to me like, man, I don't know. It seems like Jefferson was a little bit, you know, under under the radar. He ended that game with 150-ish yards. Um. I think the game before the Arizona game, everyone was saying, oh, they shut down Jefferson. He had 98 yards. So he's a guy who can impact the game while it feels like you're putting the clamps on him. And and also just the other thing is he's Kirk's favorite target. He's going to get targets. Um, we saw the last couple of weeks he's going to get 50-50 balls. And so whereas I feel like Gabe Davis is almost more of a 1A to Stefan Diggs, the Vikings don't have a 1A. And so it's Jefferson and then it's Hawkinson is probably how I would rate in terms of, you know, targets and and favorites one, two, it's not one, one, a one B or anything like that. So um, I think that's just the way I see it. I haven't, you know, dug into dig stats or anything like that, but I think just off the cuff here, I think it's going to be Jefferson will have a higher amount of, of yards, especially if Keenum plays. Um, Allen loves the deep shot to, to digs. Um, so if Allen plays, maybe it's a little different, but I'd say Jefferson. I I I think it's a toss-up, honestly, because if I was ranking wide receivers, I think Jefferson and, and Diggs are within a spot or two of each other, and I think it flip-flops yeah. just about every week. Um, 
I, 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 we're not going to like get into this. I'm not going to get into like a whole wide receiver ranking because like, it's not what the show's about. But, um, I, I do think that Jefferson, to me, he shows that like he is the better receiver, but it feels like Stefan Diggs has like a sixth or seventh gear. If that makes mm. sense. Like it feels like in big moments, Stefan Diggs is very excited to go out there and make a play. And it seems like more times than not, he goes out there and makes that play. And maybe it's just because Jefferson kind of like, whether it's the last drive of the game when he's catching a ball that puts us in a position to go win, oh, it's the first touchdown of the day. It's the, it's the same like catch down that celebration. Like, <laughs> and, and it's, it's just, he has like, he, he's so level-headed that maybe I just don't see him Getting, you know, like Stefan Diggs is like John with Jaio Alexander on Sunday night football like a couple weeks ago. And I can think of many times where he scores a touchdown in Lambeau for the Vikings and he goes right to a fan that's been jawing at him all game and like just points him out and starts, you know, smack talking with him. And like maybe it's just because Jefferson doesn't show as much emotion. That's why I'm a little bit. I don't, I miss Diggs a lot. Like I, I miss it. I miss his personality, but then like he's posting cryptic stuff on Twitter this week about like, you know, he said like praise B or some, something like that. And so it's like, I don't really miss him that much. Like I don't miss, you know, him scrubbing his Instagram and us being like, what's going on? Yeah. Like I like, I like Jefferson's consistency, I guess. But yeah, I think I like that that's Jefferson's, uh, I'm not too concerned with money comments and those things. Yes. I think um... I also, I mean, he's going to get paid. I think he knows <laughs> he's going to get paid. Um, I, I but I, I do like, that he says, I'm not concerned with money. By the way, I'm the best receiver in football. Just so everyone knows, I am the best in football. Like, I think that's kind of him hinting at, yeah. I'd like to be paid Pay like the best in football. But <laughs> I, I think that that is something that Vikings fans especially are going to be keying in on is every time Diggs catches a ball, it's going to it's gonna be a little, a little just dago, a little, yeah. little prick to the hout. And every time Jefferson catches the ball, you know, you're going to have people blow. God forbid he catches like a 75-yard touchdown in this game because the, my Twitter account will like implode and delete my iPhone because like so many Vikings fans will be like, we won the trade. We did it. We won the trade. It's us. It's he's him. Blah, blah, blah. Like whatever. But let, let's talk about what the Vikings – let's assume Allen plays, okay, just, just yeah. for the sake of this. And so if he didn't – oh, if he doesn't on Sunday – which I think it's going to be a game time decision. Well, you know, this is null and void. But if Allen plays, what do you think the defense needs to do to stop him? Oh, is it just is that is there any stopping him? I guess is the secondary pout. I think a big thing with the Bills is so they don't run the ball very often. Um, the Bills and the Vikings actually neither of them run the ball very often when you look at it statistically. Um, the Bills have actually technically ran the ball more, but that's just because Josh Allen runs a lot. Um, he's their leading rusher. So if he plays, um, he'll get, he'll get his attempts. You would assume unless the his coaching staff is very, you know, adamant. We don't want you to run. We don't want you to injure yourself. Only run when it's absolutely necessary kind of thing. Um, I mean, you watch Buffalo. Sometimes they even, they call runs for him. They do like quarterback powers and, um, things that are just a little bit strange, um, but hey, it works. I think, I think the concern, right, would be injuries. But I think the thing that I wanted to point to was when they do run the ball with their backs um, and Isaiah McKenzie, the wide receiver, they'll do some jet sweeps with him. I think he even comes out of the backfield from time time to time. 
um, they have to limit the effectiveness of those runs because, you know, they have an explosive offensive passing attack um, in terms of in terms of yards. Um, I think I think they are third. Uh, yeah, third in, in passing passing yards, um, third in points. So very explosive offense. But if you can limit their running, it makes them one dimensional. It makes them more predictable. Um, and then the other thing that I would want to hint on is Josh Allen is very turnover prone. It's not necessarily talked about because he's flashy, he's exciting, and they win most of their games. So even if he does throw two interceptions, you don't really care. Um, like week one, they blew out the Rams. He had two interceptions, but it didn't matter. Um, so th- those couple things force them to only throw. It's weird because, you know, that's their strength. But if they can have a, a you know, a competent run game and an explosive pass game, the Vikings are going to be in it for a long day. Yeah. Because if they're, if they're giving up chunks on the ground and they're getting, you know, beat over the top with the pass game, it's going to be a very, very long day. So those couple things, and then be opportunistic when Josh Allen will inevitably probably make at least one or two head scratching plays. You have to take advantage of it. Um, so those are the couple things that I point to that the Vikings defense and and let me let me know they have shown the ability to do those things, stopping the run yeah. and turning the ball over. So um, in some ways, it's actually a decent matchup for the Vikings now. Again, the passing offense for the Bills is extraordinary, so it could wipe everything else out if, if yeah. they're just explosive all day. If I may throw my hat into the ring, it's time for the Ed Donatel shell defense. It is time for the pre-vent. <laughs> it's time for the 10 yards off. This is what we've been practicing, boy. Like, practicing for. Like, <laughs> let's get it out there. We're playing off coverage. We're playing three safeties back. We're not getting beat over the top because I think the way that you stop these flashy, you know, highlight ESPN top 10 offenses is you don't let them throw the deep ball and you say, kill us with a thousand paper. If you want to, if you want to throw the ball underneath all game long and 10 play 12 play drive all the way down the field, go ahead. But quarterbacks like Patrick Mahomes and like Josh Allen, they like throwing the ball deep. They like making the big play. It's part of what makes them great. But I think mm-hmm. you've seen it with the Chiefs uh, you know, a lot. They kind of, in the middle of the season, the last couple of years, don't look good. And everyone says, oh, they'll, they'll figure it out. Teams are running cover two on them. And that suddenly has figured them out because you know, Pat Mahomes wants to chuck it 75 yards down the field, and he can't do that. Do the same thing to Josh Allen. Make him have pinpoint precision on every pass underneath stuff. And you obviously, you know, you got to do the fundamentals. If you want to beat a team like Buffalo, you have to tackle well. You have to, you know, you have to stop the run. You have to make them one dimensional. And I think the crucial part of it is, is we have to, as an offense, take advantage of opportunities given to us. If, if they miss a field goal, we have to get points. We have to flip those. We have to get those swings when they're presented. And so capitalizing on missed field goals, because I think that's just as bad as a fumble, uh, a missed field goal, a fumble or a pick, you have to go get points. And even on drives where they didn't turn it over, you still have to go get, like we're going to have to put up points in this game. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do my skull prediction really quickly. And then I'll, I'll pass it off to you um, for like final thoughts and, you know, getting us out of here and everything. Yeah. But um, I actually have the Vikings winning this one 38 to 24. 
and let me let me big old asterisks. This it doesn't matter who the Stouto is. It does not. I said on Monday after the show, peel back the curtain. I was gonna pick the Bills because you know whatever. Tuesday I woke up feeling some kind of way and. What a statement this would be. Maybe I'm doing this just so I, just because I'm thinking of how good it would feel next Monday to wake up after beating the Buffalo Bills by two possessions. But I, I, I'm not saying this is a blowout game. I know it's two possessions. I'm saying this is probably a game, if, if it happens, the Vikings are up by seven, they get the ball back, they have a six-minute touchdown drive, and Buffalo has to you know, throw a Hail Mary at the end to even try and do something. Like... I think that it's a we go up two scores late type of situation, but 38 to 24. And I think that the Vikings offense has to play that well, and the defense is going to also have to play that well uh, in order to beat this team if Josh Allen plays. If Case Keenum plays, this seems a lot more realistic to me uh, because I do think the Vikings are very amped up for this game. I think that I, I, this, is, this, this isn't being talked about. Right? Like Stefan Diggs kind of forced his way out of Minnesota because of Kirk Cousins. I think I think Cousins knows that, and I don't know what we'll, what this show is going to call him. My favorite nickname for him so far has been Kirk Thuggins, but I, I like I think he's going to notice like, hey, Stefan, you, you know you could have been in this offense with Kevin O'Connell, you know me dropping dimes and wearing chains and doing all that. So give me the Vikings thirty eight twenty four. Um, this is this is bad. Uh, hang on, no, last week I picked Daniel Hunter for my game ball, so I have the offense. See, I'm I always forget, but then I remember. Um, I'm going to say Coke Cousins is getting a game ball because if we beat this team, then it's because of Coke Cousins. And if we lose to them, it's not necessarily because of Coke Cousins. <laughs> I'm, I'm healing. I'm getting better. I've been, you know, in my rehabilitation. I've, I've gotten my two-month no Coke Cousins hate chip, and I'm very proud. <laughs> uh, Will is my sponsor for that. But Coke Cousins is getting the game ball. I'll do my final thoughts lightning fast. Uh, follow the show on Twitter at LTB Vikings. Follow Will on Twitter at Will Bad Lose. Goat Twitter handle. Uh, shop Unified Athletic Whale. Well, and everybody have a fun, safe weekend. And remember that, you know, if we lose, we lost to one of the best teams in football. And I think I'm frozen, uh, which is an issue yeah, but- with with my camera. But that's that's about all I got. So I'll pass it off to Will for uh, for his his last bit. Sounds good. Yeah, I think you're you're frozen in the most you know dignifying position with your mouth open. Oh, absolutely. About to make an, a hilarious take. So, <laughs> um, yeah, just last couple things for me. Um, my final thoughts are kind of going to be baked into my score predictions. So, I think you know at the beginning of the show I talked about Stefan Diggs versus Justin Jefferson, if that's even a you know a, a rivalry, um, and how I think Jefferson's going to have the bigger day. What definitely could change that is the fact that the Bills have an outstanding defense. Um, they're nothing to sneeze at. They are they're ball hawks. They take the ball away. They have um, eight interceptions on the season, I believe, um, something like that. So they are all over the place. Or excuse me, I think the eight interceptions are Bills. Eleven interceptions. The Bills defense has taken eleven interceptions from the from the opposing offenses. And so they're gonna be all over the field. And so um it's it's gonna be a challenge for sure. Whether that's a a challenge for Jefferson getting open, whether that's a challenge for um cousins being able to find the open guys. It's gonna be a difficult day for the Vikings offense. Um there's nothing there's, that doesn't mean that they won't score. 
Uh, that doesn't mean they won't put up the big numbers that Jordan is, is calling for here, but um, they're going to have to play a really efficient, really buttoned up game um, in order to win this game against this defense, regardless of who plays quarterback. And so um, the other thing too, that I just wanted to point to is the, uh, the bills defense in terms of um, red zone, they are one of the best in terms of stopping team scoring in the red zone. So the Vikings on the other hand have, uh, the seventh best red zone offense. And so that red zone offense is going to have to show up in this game. Cause when they get down inside the 20, they're going to have to punch in touchdowns. So otherwise, you know, you could end up with a, you know, 23 point game and you lose, you know, 32 to 23 or something like that. So, but um, I think this is going to be a game that the Vikings will, unfortunately, I think the Vikings will struggle to, move the ball consistently against this really good defense. It's um, now granted last week, they, they had their struggles. They came back at the end, um, got the victory, but, and I think just it's too, I, I'm too hesitant to say that this team can all of the sudden, you know, flip that switch, get out of these lulls offensively and these struggles offensively and, you know, put up a big game on offense against one of the best defenses in the league. So I think Buffalo wins. 31 20. Um, I think it'll be competitive, but I also think that it's going to always feel like we're a little bit out of striking distance um, because of those things I said about the defense. We've already talked about the bills explosive offense. So, um, you know, on the, on the flip side, if, if, um, and I know we're not going to show this score, but if Allen doesn't play, I think the Vikings would win um, a close game um 27 24 very similar scoring you know total points compared to my other score basically how what that boils down to for me is that if Allen plays the Vikings are going to have fewer opportunities um to score because Allen's going to be on the field longer they're going to score more points and if Case Keenum plays the Vikings are going to be able to get more stops get the ball back have another opportunity to score a touchdown so um I think it'll be a competitive game um, but I think the Vikings will eventually just kind of get outlasted by a, a very stout team, um, on the road. Now, if the Vikings are to win this game, there's going to have to be significant contributions from, as I mentioned before, our defense in being opportunistic. And so I'm, I'm going to make sort of a, uh, a bold prediction here and say that a Caleb Evans is going to be game ball. Um, for the defense it's looking like cam dantzler probably will not play um, we're not certain of that yet um, but it's it's trending towards a caleb evans playing on sunday probably getting the start um, opposite patrick peterson he played great on sunday um, for about two ish quarters um, he's gonna have to play great again against this off this awesome bills defense but what's gonna have to happen for Caleb to get, you know, this, this game ball, as I'm predicting is he's going to have to take advantage of one of those Josh Allen, Aaron throws. And you look at a lot of these Allen interceptions, it's these sort of like flick of the wrist under underneath throws, where he's kind of trying to either, he doesn't see a, a corner or a safety crossing in front. He's being a little careless with the football and a Caleb showed on Sunday that he can he can ride receivers and stay in their back pocket and put himself into position to make those plays. So I think a Caleb's going to come up with an interception in this game. Um, and if the Vikings win, I think he's going to get a game ball. So I love um, it. I just want to say one last thing. Um, yeah. And again, sorry for the video 
issues that just went on. But um, I, Caleb Evans was a fifth-round pick. Am I correct Fourth. there? Was he a fifth-round pick? Was And Diggs was a fifth, wasn't he? Because I was going to say, like, maybe we get some some fifth-round pick on fifth-round pick action, but that doesn't quite work if a Caleb was a fifth-round <laughs> pick. So never mind. I'll shut up. But <laughs> No, it's it's uh it's exciting and you know hopefully hopefully for the Vikings you know Caleb doesn't get exposed by Stefan Diggs or or Gabe Davis or yeah. anything like that but um I think it's going to be an exciting it's a super exciting opportunity for a young corner to get in there and so um that's all I got I think it's going to be a fun weekend regardless of who plays quarterback for the Bills big opportunity for the Vikings um win lose or draw in this one I think we'll learn a lot about this team and I think it'll be mostly positive things. Um, you can always learn from from mistakes and things. So um, big opportunity for a team that's trending in the right direction. So that's all we got. Um, Jordan will be back on Monday. I am out next week. Um, but until Sunday, until Monday, this is Load the Box signing off. Skull y'all. <laughs>